everyone, this is Gary Kay, and I'm joined with my good friend, Justin Kennington, who runs the SDVOE Alliance, which is an alliance of 10 gig AV over IP companies. Everyone should know that by now. You got like 60, 70 companies building products using SDVOE. Isn't that right, Justin? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Our growth has been great. Founded in 2016. So we're now over six years old. Um, and we've seen steady growth over that time and several new members uh, in the summer this year, Yamaha and QSC at the top of that list. Yeah, I mean, and QSC's, you know, arguably the number three control system company in the world right now in AV. So that's a big get for you. Um, I asked you on for this, uh, this uh, rants and raves uh, because there's, a, there's sort of a misconception out there by a chunk of people. And in fact, it was highlighted this weekend, this past weekend, on, uh, when a when a AV and the AM tweet went out from Corey Hine, uh, he was showing it on the screen here now. It says, uh, love SDVOE IPMX. We'll talk about IPMX in just a second. SDVOE is so close, but lack of open control setup interface API means I can't use two different branded SDVOE systems together, which defeats the open standard in my view. Why lock them away from each other if they could be compatible? Um, you know, I look at that and I'm like, wow, this is exactly wrong. <laughs> his perception, um, his or hers, that perception is inaccurate. In fact, you do have open a APIs. And in fact, your products are interoperable and you can use one person's transmitter with a different person's receiver. I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out, you know, I know you've been screaming this for many years since the beginning. I'm trying to figure out, you know, what's gone wrong there. Why does Cody have that feeling? Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pick on anybody who who took the time to tweet about us, um, because yeah, we've been screaming about it for six years. But you know what? A lot of people have been screaming about a lot of things. It's it's hard to listen and and understand every one of them sometimes. But uh, I'll scream it one more time uh, that all of the SDVOE transmitters, receivers, all of those endpoints out on the market are compatible with one another, uh, and that compatibility is all mapped through the SDVOE API that is central and that is common to all of them. And, and here's the best part, that you can go download yourself from the SDVOE Academy. Uh, it's totally free for you to use. Uh, the license even allows you to build your own software and sell it if you want to uh, on, on top of the SDVOE API so that you could write software compatible uh, with 50 plus different members uh, products. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't blame Cody. I think it's, it's more of a, there's a lot of clutter out there. And the truth of the matter is most of the AV over IP um, alliances aren't compatible. I mean, the inputs and outputs and even IPMX, which is a proposed standard, you can't use um, matrixes, transmitters and receivers with other IPMX transmitter receivers yet, because um, they're not all using the same uh, version of IPMX and the same version of SMPTE 2110 yet. Uh, so you know, I, I don't know how to solve this problem because I think it's unfortunate because, you know, those kinds of thoughts um, or, you know, or, or, you know, beliefs slow down. Like, I'm going to bet that once, um, you know, we're, we're going to tweet back at Cody and, uh, and so that they um, know, you know, I'm going to say, hey, thanks for inspiring for this, inspiring me to do this rants and raves. <laughs> And also let them know that in fact that it's true and no one really tweeted back. I noticed that in AV and AM, no one really said, hey, that's, that's not true. It's, it's in fact 
the case. Um, I think it's just a, there's a lot of noise in the industry. And I think people lose sight of what SDVOE as an alliance has tried to accomplish. Yeah, yeah, I think that's it. We're, we as an industry aren't used to things that work together, right? Uh, you know, 20 years ago, uh, nothing worked together. I mean, I guess you had analog video and analog audio. Okay, that, that all worked. Um, but, but, but HD base T taught us that even when it's interoperable, well, it's not, there's always a catch, yeah. right? Um, and, and I think SDVOE is, is the first that I can think of, you know, of any kind of transport standard to really deliver on all of the capabilities across all of the people who, who implement the technology. Uh, I guess maybe Dante is another example of that, um, you know, where, where all of the players work well together in, in all of the ways you need them to. Uh, there's no real surprises or gotchas there in Dante's world, and same in SDVOE. Uh, so it's 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 too rare in the AV industry, and it's new. Uh, but it's but it's true that that's what we've built is a system where the products work together. Uh, it's possible, you know, somebody may have heard the wrong thing. There are a few uh, key features in in our technology stack. Actually, there's one that I can think of that, that could confuse someone if they heard about it the wrong way. Um, every single manufacturer is provided with a specific ID that goes into their hardware so that a, a piece of software can query it and can say, who are you, right? And it will say, I'm yeah. a ZV, I'm a Christie, I'm, I'm an IDK, I'm a black box, uh, whatever it is. Uh, and, that, and that hardware ID is pretty locked down. You can't, you can't fake it, at least not very easily. Um, you can imagine that being true. Now it's possible if, if, I, if I write my software and I say, well, you know, I like ZV endpoints and I'm only going to write software for ZV endpoints. Well, I could write software that will query the devices. We'll see, oh, DVI gear? No, 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 I don't work with you. The software could do that. And the, there's a reason for that, right? If, you, if, if a manufacturer in our ecosystem built a business model where they wanted to charge a relatively high price for the hardware and a relatively low price or maybe free for the software, the software that they put tons of investment into, what you could do without that feature is go get their free, awesome software and then buy the cheapest hardware you can find. And now, and now that manufacturer loses out. If they want to say, no, 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 our software is built to go with our hardware only, they can do that. But if you think about it the other way, any piece of soft, anyone who writes a piece of software is able to control any hardware manufacturer, no matter what. There's nothing the hardware manufacturer can do to block software. It's only that software could ignore certain hardware if it wants to. Yeah, I think the other application for that would be if somebody wanted to build uh, a custom AV over IP system for a very highly secure environment and the hardware sure. piece has guaranteed that security, um, that would be Absolutely. a way around that'd be an application. But yeah, I, I thought it was a great opportunity to sort of educate the market. I think that uh, this is probably not... Not one person thinks this. I suspect hundreds of, uh, if not thousands, of people don't have, you know, may have that misconception that there is a not interoperability. <laughs> you can learn more at the SDVOE uh, Academy. If you go to sdvoealliance.org, you can find more at the SDVOE Academy. There's a great education there, and um, and uh, I appreciate you just jumping on with me just to clarify this, Justin. I appreciate it. No problem. Fun to be here. And uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to my daily rants and raves. Rave Radio with Rants and Rave.